0: One of the things that we've noticed in some of the research that I've been doing recently, if you go back about 50 years ago, and I can't remember her name, I was, I was looking it up before I came here, because I figured we'd talk about this. Um, There was a researcher out of MIT that had collectively put together about 50 years worth of data research on male testosterone production over time. Okay. And so she took a 50 year swath of, you know, I think she started it, you know, at, at 20. And she figured out that on average, the human male loses about one point per year. So essentially, if you start out, let's say you start out with 100, you know, um, uh, 100 testosterone score, by the time you're 50, 60 years old, you're probably gonna be around 50 you know, percent. In the last 20 years, because of the introduction in the 80s to plastics, and some of the chemicals that are in plastics that keep plastics soft, they found that that has gone up 2.7 times the loss reduction. So essentially now men by the time they're 40 have the testosterone level of men that were in their nineties mm. in the 1950s. So we have lost by the time we're forty <clears throat> years old, almost 80%, some, not all. Almost eighty percent of our testosterone producing capacity because of these chemicals. Mm-hmm. The research is very compelling. There's not a lot of data to back it up, other than test level checks. Um, they haven't done any kind of you know um, internal research in in males to see if it's actually the plastics or is it you know a, a, a host of other things. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that keeps showing up is we're losing way more testosterone now than we ever have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also food production, all the mm-hmm. chemicals, that's in our food. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. We eat almost nothing that doesn't have some type of chemical in it. Um, it was funny, I heard a, uh, an ad, I wanna say, uh, it's been a few years, it was for Kroger beef versus Walmart mm-hmm. beef. They were talking about the ingredients label. I'm sure you heard it. Yeah, it was everywhere. And the question was, why do you have an ingredients label in beef? (laughs) Like, why do you need that? But it's true. We put something in everything we eat. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's that's where TRT has come from. That's why it's so prevalent now versus what didn't barely existed ten years ago. Um, And then peptides. Peptides have actually been around for decades. Hmm. They're used in European and Asian medicine and have been for many, many, many years. Um, last last thing I heard, I was uh, listening to Huberman, Andrew Huberman. Yep. And um, I think he said somewhere around like 80 or 90 years um, that these things have actually been around. We're just now learning about them because we have an FDA that really doesn't care about people. Mm-hmm. You know, they care about profits. So because of that, we're not going to hear about anything that's actually beneficial.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So based on so based on what you've seen now, um, would you recommend peptides to somebody? Cause like basically where I'm at is like, so Ryan Pineda is our coach and stuff and he mm-hmm. started taking them. He's getting freaking massive, which is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like he's, his forearms just look bigger, everything like he's like gotten a lot bigger. Yeah. The thing that, that stops me from doing anything like that. Like I've never taken anything ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, because I don't want to stop, producing the testosterone or like limit anything or take anything away from what's gonna happen. So whenever my body does stop doing, like actually producing at the same levels, then I'm like, okay, obviously I'll do something to keep my testosterone up, but I don't wanna do anything that would possibly like make it happen faster sooner lower like anything right. that would be at all detrimental because more important than me just being i don't i don't care about being jacked or anything like that i care about being healthy healthy yep. is number one for me yep. and so would you recommend peptides to somebody or you think that like based on what you've seen it actually will affect Homeos- testosterone. homeostasis yeah, yeah. something yep. in the future
0: yeah i would 100 percent recommend peptides um if, if you just look at the food quality of what we have now versus what we had about 40 years ago, it's nowhere near the same. I mean, just the nutrient density in the food we have now versus what we had 40 years ago doesn't exist. Um, you can look – you know, you can drive down uh, – obviously, we live in Fort Wayne. So, you know, we have this huge, you know, uh, agricultural uh, industry that's in this part of the country. Drive around and look at the fields. You know, and, and I remember as a kid, I grew up in – you know, I grew up in Wilshire, mm-hmm. Ohio. So there's like 490 people in that town. It's a farm town. Yeah and um so when you look when i look at the fields i saw you know very dark rich soil you don't see that anymore you see fields that just sit hollowed mm-hmm. and or hallowed and it's because we just don't have the nutrients left in the soil we've stripped it you know years and years and years of farming does that now we do try to put it back with nitrogen and you know uh, some of the other avenues i won't get into it because it's kind of gross but you know avenues that they you know try to put on the soil to increase it and it does help it does help but ultimately small boutique organic farms things like that if you can buy your food there you're going to be you know far better off Mm -hmm. but with peptides peptides are not they're not synthetic in the sense that testosterone is synthetic it is a synthetic reproduction of what your body naturally makes and when you introduce that into your body your body goes oh we're already we already have this we don't need any more of this peptides are a secretog you know they're a signaling agent They tell the body, oh, we need to make more of this. So a couple of compounds, ipamorlin and uh, tessamorlin, these are secretogs for HGH. That may be something that your coach is taking because like the BPC and the TB, those aren't going to make you big those are just going to help you heal. Um, yeah, co- coach is also taking TRT too. He's, yeah. he's like 35, 36, 30 taking TRT. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what caused him to gain the 12 pounds. I think, I, I think, thought it was only peptides. <laughs> well, no, the, the peptides are like, like, uh, if you started taking peptides, I think that you would notice an incremental shift in your energy and an incremental shift in your overall physiology, but it wouldn't be like magic. No. Like what? No our coach did was magic because he's taking trt as well on top of the peptides trt by itself is also not something that's going to give you a whole lot of increased you know um, uh, muscularity or anything Mm -hmm. like that Um, what you usually find is so there's a little bit of a misnomer that you know trt builds muscle it actually doesn't Mm -hmm. what it does do is allow you to repair it faster Mm -hmm. Um, so essentially testosterone allows you to work out harder for longer, tear down more muscle and rebuild it faster. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it, you know, air quotes, builds muscle. Mm -hmm. Peptides, peptides doesn't do any of that. It simply allows you to or your body to make more of whatever compound you're lacking.